Hey dwarves, and welcome back to another episode of Romantically Lit, a podcast that features two undercover hopeless romantics who kiki and review different black romance novels across the diaspora. Hi, I'm Hannah. And I'm Odelia. And on this week's episode, we begin another compelling black romance novel called Where We End and Begin by a lovely Nigerian novelist, Jane Igaro. If you're tuning in for the first time, <laughs> bienvenue! And welcome, 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 and thank you for joining us. We'll be reviewing the first 11 chapters of Jane Igaro's novel, but we have other books that we have reviewed in the past, so please go check out our page and see other equally romantic books such as Honey and Spies, Seven Days in June, Yinka Where's Your Husband, and so on and so on. As always, in this love shock of ours we call the podcast, welcomes all different kinds of romance novels and tropes, so we know for sure we reviewed something just for you. And on that note, beam me up, Scotty! Okay, welcome back, guys. As my lovely, hilarious co-host said, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, y'all, I have a case of the giggles. I think it's because I'm just really excited to talk about this book. Amongst other things, your girl's just in a good mood. Um, I'm stop making faces. I don't know why you're in a good mood. Nobody <laughs> told a joke. Um, um, okay. but yes, I'm really excited to read this book. We're reading or to talk about this book. I've been reading the book. Um, we're reading Janie Garrow's Where We End and Begin. She is a Nigerian writer. She is from the beautiful Toronto as we are, and she had we all happen to share the same alma mater, so you know, we're happy to delve in and we saw you guys talking about it. So I need you to stop (laughs) doing that. It doesn't even make sense. One, you culturally appropriated um, HBCU culture with our very PWI institution. Two, just stop. Okay. Anyway, so the book is called Where We End and Begin. We'll be reviewing the first 11 chapters. And I can already tell you guys, I am in love with this book. Um, I know I told you the last book I was in love with. (laughs) I was just going to bring up... (laughs) But you said this a couple times, but you know, like, like royal men of the past, you can be in love many times. Okay, so before, yeah, before I let go is my first. No, your first love. Spice is my first love. Mm -hmm. Before I let go is my first wife. Mm -hmm. Right now, where we end and begin no, no is my my side check like we're feeling it out like it's fun it's interesting it's a good time okay but anyways i love this book and you know what i if you guys haven't seen the cover it's on our instagram i love the cover the cover with- for me this is the most beautiful book we have i'm gonna say um I love, I like the... Before I let go, though. Before I let go is, is beautiful. Whoever's on that, whoever she is. She's gorgeous. She's an absolute gorgeous girl. Absolutely. I actually really like Tien as But well. I'm going to say this is the most appealing book cover uh, we have so far oh, on the romantic. Seven Days in June is also pretty good. Sorry. Of course, of course you like all of them. 
I think I'm a little bit biased because it's fall time and this book just feels like it's fall. Can you stop saying fall? It's not fall. It is September 8th, possibly 9th now that we're recording. Fall By the time we finish the final chapters for this book, it will be fall. And the leaves outside will be around the same color. Stop. I don't want to hear about it. Okay. That's just my opinion. Okay. My opinion's not going to hurt you. Is it going to hurt you, girl? When you talk about fall, it is. It means summer's over. Did you not feel the wind tonight? I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, I'm just going to say that's my opinion on the book. And I feel like it aligns perfectly with the season that we're currently in. We're if in I a... say the season, in terms of the color. This, oh, okay. Said... Yeah, fair. Okay. <laughs> anyway, comprehension. <laughs> comprehension. It's lacking. <laughs> okay, so back to me. <laughs> okay. Sorry, guys. Uh, yes, I also love the color. Like, <laughs> okay, let's just dive no, no, into no, the book. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not done. Um, and I just think the characters are beautifully written. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I like the words already. I had a crush on Obina, but like, low key, like, <laughs> I think he looks cute on the cover. <laughs> that that little animation on the the little drawing. I think he looks cute. Leave me alone, man. But then I think what's also like I think very telling is the bridge in the back. Yeah. That is very like if you watched any movie in the modern Nollywood era, this bridge of yours, you guys, I think it's the Lecky Bridge. Yes, it Y'all is. abuse it. <laughs> it needs to get uh what do you call it? What are the people on strike fighting for? Residuals for Why? how many times it is included in B roll. In every How Nollywood. How many times do we see the Empire State Building, the CN Tower, the Eiffel Tower in movies in, in those locations? Okay, they they deserve residuals too. Big Ben needs to put in a lawsuit. No, Big Ben is fine. Um, he is fine. <laughs> don't call Paw Patrol. <laughs> um, but yes, but we are in Lagos, Nigeria. Uh, we are, we are, you know, well, we just flew in. So that's where we started. Yeah. Chapter one, we're on the plane and we're landing at the airport in Lagos. I don't know what it's called, the airport, but we meet our main character, Dooney. Dooney is a PhD holder and she is a geneticist in Seattle. Mm -hmm. She is here for just four Four days. days. And when I first read that, I was like, damn, we only have four days to fall back in love. I didn't (laughs) He said it's not seven days. It's four days. They expedited the love, the lovemaking. I didn't think, oh man, we might Oh, actually I just remember that. Okay, so I read a little more. And this okay, I'm gonna stop you right here because I was before we were start before we were gonna start recording, I said, Odilia, be careful as you speak your thoughts for the first eleven chapters because you already know too much. And I think we need to stop you. Because I book did that is so I did good. that in our last book and I definitely started to merge chapters which is what you did too i didn't do that before like i was actually very detailed about there were times where you're just like wait is it before or after no no it was that specific chapter though but it happened didn't it but no but anyway so Mm -hmm. she's trying to bring a black woman down (laughs) (laughs) i'm just spitting facts Anyway, so yes, I have, I've been zooming through it a little bit because I'm in love, y'all, and I'm obsessed. But um, yeah, so we've met Duni. She's 30 years old currently. Mm-hmm. She has not been back home to Lagos or Nigeria in general in the past 12 years. She spent the last 12 years abroad in um, 
America, the mm-hmm. United of States. Mm-hmm. I believe she went to Princeton. That's right. She went. She went to Princeton. Um, yeah. So the last time she was there, she was eighteen. That's a really, really long time. Um, I wonder if we'll find out it like why she I feel like there are reasons that I kind of already know based on like the first couple of chapters but like what made her just like which, did she just never have an inkling to want to go home I as I was reading through the first 11 chapters I started to get I started putting like the pieces together I'm just like shit I wouldn't want to go home either <laughs> after a lot like to me it sounded like it was a very abrupt violent like on almost like I can never forgive what has happened or ever forget traumatic experience. So maybe that could be it too. Maybe, but again, yeah, she's here for only four days and she's here to see um, her best friend Tiwa Jolade get yes. married to her man who's 45, even though she's 30. Yeah, I wrote that down because I was like, the fuck? The man that she's married is 15 years older than her who also happens to be her father's friend. So let that, <laughs> let that pick. <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable by the age gap yeah. and also like the proximity to her father, father's friend. Like it's weird to me, but you know, Hey, we're here for a wedding. We're here to celebrate love. I guess. I'm be like the party goers judging, but anyways, because when they were judging, I said, I don't know. I agree. Okay, I wouldn't I say it at the table, but I agree. <laughs> um, but also I, just to be clear, cause I think class is such an important theme in oh, this yeah. book. They are rich. Everybody, mm-hmm in this setting is quite rich they come from a lineage of rich people they themselves will be rich they they are the a-listers they are the top class of this country exactly the upper echelon um that is important to remember i think all throughout the book but yeah so she's back she's not been home so she her driver who's had been the same driver since she was a kid who yeah. still works for her family kind of picks her up and they have a little exchange the last time they saw each other he was dropping her off to go to america and at mm-hmm. the time something had happened between her and ovina and mm-hmm. there was some blood spilled outside her home didn't belong to her and she had been begging the driver to go make sure that he was okay once she was gone yep because they had a plan they had a plan to get his ass to princeton um anyway so oh obina is going to be he's he, y'all can tell he's he's the love interest he's, he's the one y'all he's the one. <laughs> um so anyway so she arrived and and you know she pulls up to the house it looks a little different except the ground is still the same and she pictures the scene that she caught herself in yeah but her mom has changed the house dramatically and it's very like glass like it yeah they, i think the book they describe it as very fragile yeah and she's definitely did the whole redecoration in order to impress other people um and they talked about how it how it looked like before and how it looks like now like she's definitely trying to like almost like have a clean slate and making everything i really hate those modern houses that are all white and beige and just lighting fixtures and stuff like there's no color whatever happened to color you guys i imagine it looking very gaudy but in like a silver way like Mm -hmm. white 
gla- uh, chairs with like silver yeah. linings on it and like crystals everywhere because at the end of the day like nigerians are very gaudy they're very like the wealthy ones yeah Yeah. like they will show you wealth like they will add accessories where you're thinking did we really need an accessory there but (laughs) it so i imagine it it just looks like pop like even though it's very clean and like like i imagine looking like an ice castle yeah um yeah but yeah and it, it looks very unlived in essentially is what do need to describe and her grandma we meet her grandma Iagba. Iagba yeah. is a um 70 she is but what's the word for it? she's like a dream yeah a dream um she she can she has these dreams this premonitions what premonitions, call premonitions yeah. that things that when she dreams them they do come true for the yes. most part and yeah. like even the first chapter when we're on the plane on the way to Lagos, she was just like her grandmother told her girl, "Don't hop on that plane." You said she, you'll die. She's gonna die, and yeah. she's like, "Damn, I have to go to Lagos because my friend is getting married. Like, I have to do this thing." Um, but yeah, her mom, her grandmother is that. I don't again. I'm trying to find the term too. Like she's that dreamer person, and I think her grandmother is from her father's side, right? Yeah. So this is her father's yeah. mother. She just the best way I can describe her is like the ancestors speak to her. Yeah. Yeah, and I really love that woman. Yeah, love her. Oh, Yagla. Yeah, love her to bits. So she she's one who greets her at the door, and they're both laughing at the fact she tells her that her mother's home looks like a a snow globe. Yeah. (laughs) Um, her father's not there. He's in Abuja doing what he normally does, and her mother's not home yet. So she's just looking around, and and she keeps having a feeling. She's like, I shouldn't have come here. I shouldn't have come. And, and Dooney is engaged. Dooney's yes. engaged to a boy named Christopher. Yep. He's in the States. He could not come. She does not love him. I don't even think she likes him. No. She, she forces that is a, a colleague. smile. That is a co-worker. <laughs> That's her roommate. That's her roommate. <laughs> exactly. She forces a smile every time someone says congratulations and points to her ring. And yeah. um, and she's like, yeah. And I think like most of the internal thoughts are just like damn maybe if i can lie enough it'll i'll start to believe believe it it. yeah um which is crazy she even says you know the ring on uh her finger feels like a tumor yep uh very heavy very heavy on her and it feels like it doesn't belong to her i remember that because it doesn't girl it does not but i know who got a ring that belongs to you okay but anyway, sorry. Um, another important thing is that um, her parents do not know that she is in Lagos. That's one thing I... Yeah, she didn't tell anybody she, she was coming anyone, home. Which I thought was very interesting. I said, okay, so what type of relationship do they have? Does she have with her um, her people? Well, we got a good out. one. No. <laughs> so, no. which leaks into the fact that I guess it takes us to chapter two. Because mm-hmm. obviously she's arrived at that point. And then she takes a shower. By the time she takes a shower, her mom's in her room like why didn't you tell me you were coming why what you will knock people the door? say <laughs> how about that <laughs> how would you knock on the door and say greetings my child because african parents don't know what my boundaries first born are. is home i don't think she's the first is she not no she has an older brother jeremiah is the, is the youngest one or the older because when she was in high school mm. in the flashbacks her brother is in the states for school ah okay so jeremiah is the old one mm. cool yeah, her mother walks in just like, girl, why why is you here? Um, and she's just like, Oh, mother, yes, I'm here for Tiwa's um wedding. She's my friend. And the mom's just like, Well, you should have told me 
first before coming here because what are people going to think about you know a mother who doesn't know that her child has stepped foot in lagos and she didn't want to seem like she was um uh what a careless a, mother a careless mother inattentive yeah. mother yeah and unattentive then, that's the word she looked she used it, actually okay yeah. cool she didn't she didn't want people to talk about her being you know that mother who was never around and then they, she internally so this is um What's the main character's name called? Dooney. I was about to say Jenna Jones. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We are so oh, far so gone far from removed. Jenna. I'm so sorry, yo. Dooney. Um, she just <laughs> like she does remember a time when her mom was constantly traveling. Um, she spent weeks yeah. on end far away, and she, and the nannies would take care of her and yeah. her older brother. And so I think like it's more of like why are you embarrassed, girl? Everybody here knows that you don't like us. <laughs> That's the thing. But like everybody knows African parents are very much what will people say? Yeah. What will people think? Big More time. so of like, what does my kid think of me? Yeah. They're like, forget you. What will others say? <laughs> it's such a disease. I don't know it's why we're very all like diseased. that. <laughs> I remember mom would be like, don't do that. People will laugh at you. Yeah. And laugh at me and say, who raised you? <laughs> exactly. Damn. Do you my know how deep that is? Like, if you do something you don't want to do it or she taught you something, she'll be like, don't come back in. I don't want people to say, oh, her mother never taught her. Yeah. And I'm just like, Who but do you people? care if I think you taught me? <laughs> but yeah, they all just very much care. It's almost ingrained. I, yeah. I think it's the communal aspect that quit very quickly becomes the gossiping aspect of our communities. But mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so yeah but her and her mother have an exchange both of them are going to this wedding but they didn't discuss it and she makes it clear that they have a relationship where they call each other every once in a blue moon nobody says i miss you nobody yeah. says when are we gonna see each other they hardly care yeah. i don't think the grandmother likes the mother as much either which at the same time even though i want to get on board with it it's also very common for african mother-in-laws to yeah not like their daughter-in-law it's such a trope yeah like at this point it's like <laughs> it's guaranteed so i don't want to praise ia too much but um no yeah but you go ahead and you bully that woman <laughs> um and then so yeah you can definitely see that their relationship is just very dull there's really nothing there um and i think it's because of that particular um the the catalyst that led to her leaving to the united states i think it just it keeps it's this thing that is in between them. And I believe that's part of the reason or um, they have this conflict as well. Her being a negligent mother is on top of that and her separating her and Obina, which to me is <laughs> interesting. Anyway, we move on to the next chapter. And I believe this is the rehearsal dinner for Tiwa's wedding. Is it a rehearsal dinner? What is it? I just, I wrote down here rehearsal dinner for um, Tiwa. <laughs> Oh, okay. Whatever man. it is, there, it's a garden party. At yeah, best. like something along yeah. the, the thing you do before the actual wedding, y'all. Yeah, Whatever so y'all do. Tiwa and her did not actually go to school together. Their fathers are friends. Right. So Tiwa actually did like secondary school and university in England. She has a British accent. Mm -hmm. And um, I started listening to the audiobook today. I thought it would be several actors. It's one. Yeah, and you know what? She's killing it. Isn't she not? Are you enjoying it? Yeah, she's oh. going through. I always need to listen to audiobooks on high, high speed. So she's practically rapping in my ear. What is wrong with you? I always have. I don't know why. What? I love it when they're rapping in my ear. No. Um, um, yeah, she, yes. Tiwa, is, she has an English accent, but she also has like a bit of a Nigerian accent. So she goes back and forth. like like they, like, like they I think mo a lot of people do, but yeah. yeah um but they're besties either way like she's the only friend Dooney has stayed 
connected to mm-hmm. throughout literally everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so she gets to the party. She's wearing heels. And T was like, girl, if you read the invite, I said garden party. And she was like, you know, duties like me. Sometimes you just skim. <laughs> you a get the important details. Means, girl, leave your stilettos at home uh-huh, and bring uh-huh, some wedges uh-huh. or flats. No, no, for I, sure. Because have you ever sank your stilettos in, in, grass. in grass? Yeah, it's bad. It stains them. Yeah. So luckily enough. Um, Tiwa's sister Dami yeah. helps her get a pair of sandals from Tiwa's room. But before she does that, Dami goes, I heard you're engaged. Show me the ring. Oh my god, it's so cute. Aren't you so happy? And the and <laughs> dude is like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she even makes a comment of like, um, this time her smile didn't falter and she mm-hmm. was thankful for that. And she's like, Oh my god, maybe it's working. <laughs> she's starting to believe. <laughs> But then she she also sees uh, Tiwa's fiance Dio. Yeah. Um, Dio is described obviously he's fifteen years older, her father's mm-hmm. friend, and he's made to look like Richard Mofe Damijo, who is a really big and like iconic Nollywood actor. Um, if if you see what he looks like, and then you think about a thirty year old woman next to him, you're like, huh? Wait, is it? cradle snatcher <laughs> oh my god i think i know who this actor a is. dark skinned man he's bald yes. he has like a gray beard now yes. he didn't have a beard is in that the what early they're describing days. yeah they say like? it looks like him <laughs> he's in um have you ever seen castle and castle he's in that okay do you remember in chief daddy the lawyer yes that's what him. i'm thinking i didn't, never ever knew his name though yeah rm okay. rmd is like, like he was a really big he is a bit, but he, like in the Girl. in the golden era of Nollywood, he was, you know. But again, imagine that person. Tira, that's your man. <laughs> He's a handsome man, but it's like next to a thirty-year-old. Mm, okay. Anyway, man, girl. Okay. If she's happy, I'm happy. If you like it, I, I love, love it. it. Exactly. <laughs> so different my- strokes for different folks. <laughs> <laughs> okay so anyway so at this party tiwa or duty doesn't know anybody but tiwa because again yeah. she's not kept in touch with a single person mm-hmm. in the 12 years that she's been gone um but she does meet a nollywood actress there named Gigi. yes she's Gigi, like not coming okay um, so we're in nigeria i know, <laughs> I know. That's why I said Gigi, not Hadid. You know what I mean? Girl, nobody thought that. I know. I just, I don't know. It was at the tip of my tongue and I had to say. <laughs> so anyways, let's let's go say goodbye to Beverly Hills and go back to Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Um, So Gigi is a Nollywood yeah, of course. actor as in Nigerian Hollywood. Actually, yeah, I don't even like that. Nigerian and- film. Yeah. You know, she's up and coming. She's a rising star. Okay. Mm-hmm. She got a look too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she has like short hair or something along the lines. Um, you know, she she looks she looks like a girl's girl, but also a girl's girl. Oh, is that what they describe her as? That's what I picked up. That's exactly what I picked up from the book. I didn't pick way. that up. So she she like bum and coochies. No, okay. I didn't say all that. I just said she's a girl's girl, but I think she it's also a girl's girl. So she like rubbing coochies. We don't know, girl. I don't wanna I don't wanna label her. 
<laughs> you want to label the fictional character? No, absolutely. So Hana thinks Gigi likes He's a girls. Girl, Gigi likes girls. Yeah, you know. Um. Anyways, so Gigi is seems like the life of the party. She seems cool. She seems fun. I like yeah. her. And her and T are laughing, and they're talking about a certain somebody's not here yet. His name is Nicholas, and Nicholas. Yeah. Hmm. Um, why am I excited? <laughs> okay, <laughs> so Nicholas is not here yet. He's described as like a womanizer, a playboy. Yeah, he he's, slept with every yeah, girl he's in on Lagos, the streets, y'all. You know, he's a community. <laughs> he is he's a, a commute. It's a community bicycle. Yeah, he's even worse. Everybody he's a bus. got a turn. Yeah, everybody gonna ride that one. <laughs> Um, and Gigi even tells uh, Dooney, she's like, you're a yeah. very pretty girl. You're the type of girl he likes. Don't fall for him. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do it. Of course, Nicholas walks in and it's Obi. <laughs> she's saying, Obi, ah, is he your mate? Obina is your mate? Obi. Obi. No, I know him, girls. I know him. You know him. him really. I know him. Like, like, we're tight at the hip. So anyway, so Obi walks in. I wrote in caps, Nicholas is Obina? <laughs> Did you not realize? I immediately say Nicholas. I was like, oh, this is Obina. Like, very clear. I thought it was just going to be like a friend of a friend. But yeah, I was a little bit surprised. Um, And she goes, she sees him and she goes, Obina. And she's like, huh? They're like, this is Nicholas. And he's like, Dooney? And she runs away, which I didn't like. I love that. I was like, girl, if you don't get I back here, into the LOL. room. Yeah, so she runs off because she's in shock because she hasn't seen him in 12 years. Like, they were young teenagers. I guess 18 is young, right? Yes, 18 yeah. is young. <laughs> I'm saying, because sometimes y'all, you think, you know, 26 is geriatric. It's not true. <laughs> um, but yeah, they were very young. So, of course, like, seeing the love of your life who you lost after 12 years is shocking. So she ran off in her little sandals. And he follows. Yes, he does. And she's she's just taking in him taking him. They're taking in. each other in. Yeah. But what I've noticed is the present is written in Dooney's perspective. Yeah. And part. the past is written from Obina's. Yeah. So she's she we know what she thinks. Mm-hmm. And she's talking about his skin was fair, probably because he wasn't he was no longer working under the sun selling rice and stew with his mom. Yeah. And so you quickly get like a okay. Yeah. He, this is where I said, Oh no. <laughs> and oh, can I no. tell you, I'm not gonna lie to you, there are moments where I got emotional in the book. The moment that line was said, I, I thought to myself, Oh, the class issues i'm about to witness are gonna be so disgusting like literally give you whiplash like honest i i'm just like oh no he's one of those kids who came from a really poor yeah. background and then probably like um got the scholarship somewhere and so i already i already put the plot together i said okay this makes a lot of sense now um but yeah so what a dealer described like he used to sell rice and stew with his mom just to help you know feed themselves yes um yeah so he obviously he's changed when you know you just look he looks like he, looks like he gained some wealth over the wealth last couple and of years. weight and age and i personally believe men get finer with age like, i guess they do when they reach like a peak like 28 to like 36 they're at like their best before they like that's if they've like avoided like male pattern baldness mm-hmm. um or even if they haven't <laughs> yeah let me tell you, for a lot of y'all baldness is default like <laughs> you guys are not gonna have any hair left and that's okay we love we We. huh (laughs) no who said said that 
Who said that, Hannah? I think there's ghosts in here. <laughs> Who said we? We speak French now, girl. I I, no, I do not parlay that language. Um, <laughs> and then so like yes, they're they're taking in each other. Everyone looks a little different, and she cannot help but think to herself, "Damn, like this man, like his suit is like I don't know, Jimmy Choo." <laughs> He's wearing like brands. He's like, wearing brands. Yeah. L, you know, Louis Vuitton belt. Suit yeah. is by. She says his loafers had the letters LV engraved on their small golden buckles. And like I said, Nigerians love to like they they want Girl. you to know they're wearing the best suit. The best. Gucci Guadi. shoes. Jimmy Choo glasses. Polaroid. There was a Mont Blanc on watch on his wrist. Yeah, and a beige summer suit had a Ralph Lauren crest embellished on the breast. So, and so, of yeah. course, for her, when she met this boy, um, he was, you know, very poor, selling rice and stew with, with oh. the mom. And so when she looks at him now, she's just like, how did this man accumulate all this wealth? Like, and I don't think she said it in a rude way internally. I think she thought to herself, like, he's a, he's a, he I think she said it in a rude way. <laughs> and here's why. Because you just reminded me of something. Because yeah. I said, I really listened to the audiobooks. I got to like the first two chapters, maybe. Right um she when she gets into the country she already has this fear that she's going to see him right and when she's in the airport she said i think that he's the taxi driver who's hawking behind me the taxi driver okay so she <laughs> said she was thinking about she was coming up with all different types of scenarios of where his life led him to so that and was that's one the of only them. place you could see it leading she also said but mayhaps he could be a businessman girl but then she the only pass i'll give her is that she says because she's been gone for 12 years they've not been in contact the only image she has of in her of head course. is him as an 18 year old scrawny little boy and that is why i said they ha that's why i said okay yeah she, i don't think she said it i don't think she meant it in any like I malice do. i don't think so because she says i thought you were above all this now Mind you, above all what what now, what brand are you wearing on your dress that is where how expensive is your wig that is where my girls my support for my girl starts to decline a little bit because i didn't like that comment and then he's just like what do you mean and he makes and he makes very no, good points because i rich i put this down here as a quote like we, we must discuss um what did he say he said above what nice things luxury comfort yeah. money you see that's the thing about you rich people you romanticize poverty as good and pure and humble well there's nothing good about being unable to feed yourself there's nothing good about being so damn poor i was unable to afford the medical care that could have saved my mother's life there's nothing good about being humiliated by my girlfriend's mother because she deems me street trash unworthy of her daughter yeah and ugh, my heart just broke again but like for different reasons. One, yes, because you know how they tell you that bullshit about money buys you happiness? It, they love to be like... Let me tell you. Money can buy you happiness. People... So sorry, <laughs> when you have money in your bank account, you can... Your life is easy. Listen, I probably used money to take me to the movies today, and I was very happy. <laughs> <laughs> I got myself a nice little tree. I was like, mm, yeah, I'm living it. She got herself some pictures, too. I was like, yeah, it's like, we live in. <laughs> no, but and, and it's a joy. Like, everything costs money. I'm so sorry. Like, the matter of fact of our universe is that you need the currency, which is cash, yeah. to get anywhere. Um, but, of course, I, I know yeah. you rich people like to um, cosplay poor they do like celebrities right now who are working at subway to like promote their albums and i'm looking at you lana del rey jobs. what are you doing at waffle house i'm looking at you ed sheeran what, what are, are you, you doing, doing at, at starbucks <laughs> oh what? 
It was Subway. It was, it was Starbucks. Starbucks. It was Starbucks. What are you doing there? Is that you? She <laughs> like y'all love to cosplay poor because you think and you know that oh live people play like they have nothing their toes are chipped their like, clothes are ragged but they clothes. have smiles huh it was in the amazon warehouse that's the one that's that's, <laughs> that's the one that really pops up for me because i'm saying why are you there do you know how many lawsuits are against... was in the amazon warehouse it was not taylor Swift. it was terry cruz well, he was already a lost cause. I know, but he, the way the people were just like, wow, like, look at him. Look at him putting orders together. Like That is not how they put those orders together. Wait till about mm, 3 p.m. shift. And then like we'll how see the dare truth. you take me to the quote unquote Shein factory to show me how well and sustainable it is when I know for sure that you're abusing and violating every human rights <laughs> protocol set on this earth. We Can move. I just say something? That girl, that that confidence, the confidence act. influencer <laughs> or activist since she's done that i'm not gone one day without seeing her on my tl <laughs> they're using her as a meme <laughs> <laughs> they've made her content into a meme do you know how pissed i'd be i'll not be pissed if i'm making Rightfully curated so. content on curated. tiktok thinking it looks cute thinking i'm doing a message and one <laughs> what is a confidence influencer or dilia <laughs> Yes we're, gonna, well, yes, we're going to make fun of you because that is so dumb to me. Anyway, um, back to the book that we Sorry. are currently reading. Yes. So back to the book. Like, yeah. And I oh, and we just learned so many sad details. So like his mom died. Yeah. And I was really like, damn, we didn't even get to know her before I, I got sad about it. Cause like, damn. <laughs> and then on top of that, his her mother deems me street trash, which implies she called him. Oh, yeah. And can I tell you something? I'm so sorry, but like the way Africans insult people, especially needs to poor be people. tried by the ICC. Like I'm yeah. being so serious. Street trash. I don't care if you're my girl's mom. I'm swinging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we boxing girl. Like street for real, trash. For real. That's very rude. Nah, I'm stripping you naked. We're both yeah. walking streets naked. Like I'm so I'm so serious. Are you yeah. mad? Me street trash. Yo, you're God. crazy to say that to somebody else. That's a human being. I don't care what Honestly, I don't care what kind of beef you got, but calling someone street trash is absolutely we don't. Disgusting. But you're right. Like we don't have respect for poor people, people who we deem below us, people from house who help, break their backs to make yep. you money. By the way, let's house not forget to gate men or yep. security. Yep. To to people like even when you're watching African movies, the way they treat their employees. If my boss ever spoke to me like that. Yeah, count your days, buddy. HR will be yeah, hearing from me. Yeah, 100%. HR will be hearing. But because things like HR are not, even if they do exist, they don't exist well. Like, what are the labor laws? Like, there are I, no labor there, laws. There's nothing. There's nothing written down. There's nothing to protect them. So obviously, like, they get called street trash. They, And from what it sounds, something... Uh, Dwayne's mom did something so bad to Obina that his shirt was drenched with in blood or whatever it was. He has a scar on his back. Oh, speaking of scars. Oh. We forgot to mention chapter one. These two have like a blood oath. Yeah, I skipped right past that. <laughs> they you know they both have like matching scars of on their hand where they cut each other and mix their blood. Yep. And I hate when y'all do that nonsense. That's so nasty. Like I don't get it. It's like, not romantic you're to You're taking me. soul ties to another level. Like, why do we just be emotionally this connected? Why do we have to physicalize? Physicalize? This is biological Brand ourselves warfare. to show, to prove our love. Get a tattoo. Which. I would... How about you just remember them in your heart? How about that one? How about that? 
Oh my God, ripping your palms and then mixing blood to show your connection is very strange to me. Even just to think about it, it's actually taking me back to Tia Williams' book, Seven That's Days what in me June. That's as well. And, that, and they, for them, they use a dirty blade. So I'm just like, now look at you. You could get sick. Anyway, so yeah. Um, and does she run off again? Or she tells him to leave? So before that even, like after he says his little speechy speech, he feels bad because at the end of the day, that's his duty. Mm-hmm. And um, he kind of like softens and they have a moment. And she does say, I'm sorry for everything. And he's like, I already forgave you. Like, I told you I forgave you like a while ago. Yeah. Um, But she's like, yeah, I thought so. But then you never contacted me after. So I just kind of lived with the idea that you didn't actually forgive me. Yeah. And he essentially is like, nah, I did. And like, before she gets angry again, he's like, I just wanted to, like, I am I feel like I'm dreaming. Like, I've... I can't believe you're here. Yeah, in front he's of me. like, it, you look like one of my vivid dreams. And I was like, damn, you'd be dreaming about her, huh? I was like, Obi, now stop. <laughs> I thought it was Obi. We go back and forth. Right. Like, please. Um, they definitely still have that love. You know, honestly, dude, after 12 years, I cannot, like, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, 12 years is a that long is? time. I'm just like, you see the person who is, who God made for you, or the universe made for you, whatever y'all believe in. And you instantly fall back into place of how you met and the love that you shared. That's mm-hmm. crazy to me. Um, but yeah, they they clearly got something going on. Oh yeah, and I think they just made like we will continuously get hints about their love. Yeah, it's so crazy. Like not to draw connections to Seven Days in June. There are many connections to be honest. Okay, great. So anyway, so like Jean Vievin and Shane. <laughs> Because I can't go a week without mentioning them. This is, though theirs is even crazier because it's just seven random days in June. Theirs is like just senior year. Yeah. Like that's it. The nine months of school or maybe nine months plus summer. Like they felt something so strong. It's plagued them and followed them for 12 years. That's mad. 12 years. That's very crazy. Um, But anyways, yeah. So, but then she's like. I think the air just got a little too thick for her and she was like, I'm engaged. And he's, he's just like, Damn. He's like, you can't marry that man. <laughs> and she was like, um. <laughs> no, I know he was heartbroken, but I think he also has an understanding. But something tells me when she said that, he was also like, yeah. Whatever. Like, exactly. That's, that's not my business. <laughs> and I and I like him for, for th- I feel that me and Obina had the same reaction. I'm saying, girl, okay. Like why so you, you got a ring? You just told me the ring. Well, she told me, me and Adila, the ring felt like can't like a tumor in her on her yeah. finger. Like, girl, let's be for real. Um, so, but she does run off, and then we go into chapter five, which leads us to what they what they call then. So, yes, yeah, so that's a flashback, y'all. Yeah, so we're back in their eighteen, and it's in Obi's um perspective. Perspective POV. Yes. I want to say POV, but then. <laughs> yeah i know we we got you girl i'm so giggly like can Lucky i be honest <laughs> i know it's early days <laughs> oh but right now i think my ranking is obi josiah shane and then kai I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Like, I just love him. Like, I'm in love with him. Like, I'm so sorry. I love a soft boy. I do. I love, like... he is. He is a very... He's a very empathetic, 
very i don't know like i especially like in, in the then chapters yes. where he's talking about like like, for I instance, wanna, like in this chapter. If I say I just want to hug him, Han's gonna be like, "Oh, you want to fix? Yes, I want to fix it. Of course you yes, do. But I that's who you are. I want to be like, I accept here, you as you are, Dylan. Like, you like to fix. You you like to be a problem fixer. I don't want to fix, but I want to give him everything that he deserves and wasn't able to have. Amen. But anyways, as a mother, as a wife, as a girlfriend, what exactly? If you don't shut okay. up. So <laughs> as the reader, <laughs> right? But, uh, okay. So we're in chapter five. Like Adila said, this is the then chapter, and it's all and all these then chapters are in um Abina's POV, no, uh, perspective. Oh, perspective. Whatever <laughs> y'all want to use. Um. So this is the day of I guess his first day in school at a private school because he actually earned himself a scholarship for his last year in secondary school. Um, And his mom is the first person we get introduced to in this chapter. And we find out that my, this mother is like every other African mother, man. She is a prayer. Okay. Overly religious and overly suspicious, superstitious. Which I, which is quintessential. Like literally that's just how they all are. Yeah. Because I think at the end of the day, I'm sure we'll all end up like this either way because a lot Jeez, of us, no. you know, the white man brought us Christianity. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had other religions, and sometimes those things are more real than yeah we want to believe that they are. And you want to, you might want to describe it as witchcraft or whatever you call it, but mm-hmm. there's there's something to say about the ancestors and the girlies who put seashells in their hair. will let you know. You can find them on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Julia. <laughs> um, and so his mom is putting she t- she t- takes a dab of olive oil and puts I guess like the cross on yeah. his forehead to protect yeah. him because obviously his first day in school he's going to a private school where he knows nobody. All people in the private school are daughters and nephews and nieces and sons of politicians, entrepreneurs, thieves. Got <laughs> thieves is right because Emeka, what does your dad do? Yeah, yeah thieves straight up thieves and so she's worried but also being like you know like i hope like i hope god protects you on your way there one thing that he uh, we notice about obina in this chapter is that he doesn't like the fact that his mom prays so much because he felt like it's his hard work that got him that earned him the scholarship to go to this private school um well his mom's just like well you know it's god's will and everything and he's just like well if it's god's will then why are we here girl but i think why we poor (laughs) why why did our father leave huh (laughs) Explain that to me. Which are at his? How old is he here? Like so, he's eighteen. He's 18? seventeen. Okay, so that's a perfect age to start exploring a lot about religion. Why is how God? Like, why do you? some of us suffer? Yeah. and so I think that's a lot of the case for people who um, grew up poor mm-hmm. or in tough situations. Like you are either like you're on two sides of the spectrum where you're you. Because religion is for poor people at the end of the day, because they need something to hope for. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, you either end up being like, God, this is God's will. Mm-hmm. Or you're like, well, there's no way some mythical person in the sky told me it's okay. Like, I have like, to I'm be good. poor. Yeah. Like, there's just no way. And he, I think, yeah, Obina has to, he has no choice but to be the other side of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, as we know, his mother sells rice. And, and stew. Ofada stew. Ofada stew, yeah. So he always smells like stew. Mm-hmm. Which I just know that's crazy. Like, I just, <laughs> I'm sorry. To the point where he's even <laughs> numb to the smell. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even re- recognize that he smells like rice and stew. Um, And his, as Hannah mentioned, um, 
His father isn't here. His father, his father had a dream of going to America. Like many immigrants. Another dreamer. <laughs> we're sold the American dream. And his father very much wanted to go to America. And he, we see a glimpse of a conversation that Ubuna caught of his parents having where his dad's like, I can go to America. Mm -hmm. When I go, I'll send for you guys after, which mm -hmm. is what a lot of us, you know, I'm, I'm testament that sometimes it does happen mm -hmm. i'm i'm living testament that sometimes they go and come back mm -hmm. um but in obina's case his father did not but he, he the thing is like push and pull factors people if you learned in social studies like it's hard out here you don't like obina he doesn't want to be poor he, he says, he said, I won't let poverty exactly. kill me in this country. Which is a common statement that a lot of people say yeah. when they when they tr just leave. Um, it there's it there's a it's different to be rich in Africa and it's also different to be poor in Africa. There's yeah. like a pros and cons to being poor like in the Western world and yeah. poor here. Not that there's a pro to being poor in general, but like it's just different. But yeah. And <laughs> But the mom doesn't want to go. One, no. she sees of the idea that if she's like me and how I view space, like God put me here, so I'm not going to space. Hers is if God wants better for me, he'll take me out of this situation. I'm not going to a place where they shooting up black people. You're not going to go and kill my son for me. Like, no. Absolutely. So she she's heard at this point. And to be clear, like, I think based on the ages here, Obina's around our age. Well, yeah. he's 30, but he was raised in our generation because he mentions like watching High School Musical. Yeah. <laughs> So and, me out. Yeah. yeah 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 and being obsessed with like american foods like pizza and like you know hamburgers and yeah. whatever so police brutality is something that his mother worries about which makes yeah. sense yeah um ongoing but yeah so that doesn't happen but the dad just picked up and left yeah he, he told them he didn't say anything he waited his day he said yeah i'm going i don't have a visa i'm gonna make it to europe and then when i get to europe i'm gonna make it to america america is always a final destination you know one day we will have a conversation about the immigrant struggle to get to the western world perhaps not on this podcast no. but i don't really want to know what um things he had to do or had to like live through in order to get I don't know we don't know what happened to Obina Obina's father like he's been gone for two years y'all but I'm thinking to myself like the stories that you hear out of different articles and news outlets how like how you try and yeah. shift your whole world yeah and you know at this point in the book we we just have to assume he didn't make it yeah um yeah so yeah, but he's and so because of things like this, like this kid's already seventeen, he's lived through quite a bit of traumatic moments. Obviously, life was easier with a two parent household. Mm -hmm. Fathers in the home, fathers in the home. Where are the fathers? <laughs> Where are the fathers? Uh, but because of this, Obina, like the quote is, he lives his life with low expectations. Yeah, he didn't have faith like his mother. He was pessimistic and, and practical. practical. And I said, I, I said, hear that's that. fair. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, me too. Listen now. Um, but yeah, so we have a little, we, we gain a little bit more knowledge about Obina's father and everything. And, you know, it's still the first day of school. So, you know, he makes his way to a part. I don't know where, how far his actual home is from where the school is, but it's definitely nowhere he, he's, he's from. You know what I mean? Yeah, he so goes there, from... maybe the, the air smells better. Everything is yeah. So he's from Obalende. Yeah, and she the school's obviously in Lecky. Yeah, I don't know how far 
yeah. I don't know how far they are from I'm each gonna other. I'm going to assume they're not going to put the poor people next to the rich people. <laughs> so I'm assuming he had to take a train, a bus, a flight, and, you know, just walk a couple minutes and hit, yeah, boom, we're at the exactly. school. <laughs> they're like, we don't want to see your kind anywhere here. I believe it because uh, I have a feeling class is going to be such a huge topic for this book. Yeah. Um, but when he goes, when he sees the school, he's just like, wow, this school is absolutely remarkable. It looks nothing like the one that he comes from obviously because you know completely different um tiers of um economy if that makes sense yeah he says the school he feel that he felt encouraged yeah and because like class is going to be a, a theme in this book let's just get away like, yeah but that is the thing right when you show people there is better they believe there is better and yeah. that they can do more yeah. and that's why poor schools look the way they do and that's why they keep them the way they do because yep. they don't want certain people to know that there can be better for themselves mm-hmm. so and but it, like even this just made me sad like he's going to a school that is tattered and like wretched yeah meanwhile are underpaid to so don't really even exactly don't feel the need to, to teach to teach um meanwhile a couple uh, minutes away or like less than an hour away there's kids going to a school with a a full basket way describes and based on how i know really nice schools to look on the continent mm-hmm. those of us who went to international school who went to international school <laughs> um <laughs> Well, the, there are two people who went to international school sitting on the couch right now. So I think my we know. stint was a lot shorter <laughs> than your stint. <laughs> Mine was more like a little sprinkle. No, I, I know and what I do is describing you guys. It's and I think Obina talks about this in a different chapter. But he said even when he went to the dining hall, it looked like high school musical dining hall. Yeah. So it's that like it's completely funded because it's yeah. I'm pretty sure it's because it's a private school. It's funded by the the thieves and the politicians. And, so, and if not them, the Americans or the British. Yep. And it's fully built. And honestly, I'm not even going to lie Some to you. Some of the schools look better than universities. The schools? Yes. They look yeah. way better than universities. I'm going to say my high school looked def- way better than my university. In terms of resources, it was even more. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I understand what he was describing, what, what he was going through, what was going through his head as he was describing the private school. I still don't know what it's called. St. Lecky, Paul's? Lecky Private School. Oh, it's called Lecky, Lecky Private Lecky School? Lecky High School, yes. Yeah, oh, and then that. he came from St. Paul's. Yeah. Okay, I keep confusing them. Okay, got him. So he gets there, There he's in like a group of other kids who are yeah. on scholarship and they're showing him around and he's just like... In awe, like he's absolutely speechless. Yeah. He's not even listening to what the principal exactly. is saying as, you know, he's talking through stuff. And something cute really happens so because he's not listening the principal's like um mr arinze are you going to pay attention today mm-hmm. and he's like yeah i know for sure <laughs> he says, no sorry sir <laughs> <laughs> and he's like anyways Dooney over here is going to be showing you around and he he says he's not a person who prays yeah but in that moment he started he felt the need to pray yep and he thought of something his mom always said, which is prayer aligns a man with faith. Yeah. And in that moment, he 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 doesn't describe it as love at first sight, but he's like something powerful is happening here when he saw this girl. Yeah. Um, and he's just staring, and then he's like, Dooney's the principal's like Dooney's dad paid for your school. He never met his yeah. father. He just did a couple tests, and then the money came through, and the headmiss. Um, the headmaster at his school was like listen you're not gonna be here next year buddy Mm -hmm. um 
but yeah he he lets him know like Junie's dad is the reason why you're here and Junie's gonna be showing you around and it was at this point in the book that I decided I was going to rewatch one of my favorite Nollywood movies an oldie but goldie called buy me a rose and I made Hannah's sister watch it as well and we had a cackle um because the like the plot was essentially the same where the rich girl falls in love with a guy who was he was sponsored to go to their university Mm -hmm. by another character who's also rich Mm -hmm. not directly her father but another very important character and they fall in love and the same things happen like because he's poor he is this they're they're not the kindest people but yeah and i'm also because we are reading a nigerian book and because i already love it i want it to be a film but i don't want the americans to touch it no they should not want to hear your shitty accents i don't (laughs) want to hear leave it alone so i'm re-watching movies and i'm gonna like for the next four weeks or so i'm gonna try and watch as many nollywood movies as i can you can start placing i already know who i want to be dooney but i'm gonna save that for a little later yes let's save it um so yes they meet each other i think what i wrote down here when they met each other because he did point out it's not love at first sight he said that that when they shook hands he had this like intense emotion just passed through him and he was thinking to himself like yeah i want to measure up to her i want to do things to make her look my way or keep her eyes on me and that kind of stuff because he has such a he can feel this he can feel this fate he can he can feel that something here is is permanent it's it's for real and he's just like that's just from one handshake and i thought that was really i thought it was really interesting just like that one handshake released all these intense emotions that he has towards this girl that he just is meeting for the first time something to myself imagine if they went more than that like how intense and like this is too much <laughs> an extreme their romance is gonna be yeah. um and he um yeah, and I think it also in the moment you also realize that Dooney's opening up to him. Yes. Because she like wipes the oil that's left over on his forehead. And he's like, oh my God, mom. Yeah, he was embarrassed. <laughs> he was absolutely embarrassed. And she's like, my grandma does the same thing. Like she gets dreams and she's like, I've never told anybody that because everybody will think it's weird. And he's yeah. like, I do not think that's weird. Um, in fact, if I told you about my mother, <laughs> I think I would win the weird relative uh, competition. <laughs> um, um, and I think he feels comfortable because he's just like, wow, like we share this, we share this thing together. And he likes her name and his name put together because I think the principal said like, oh yeah, Dooney and Obina like yeah. this. And he's just like, yeah, I like our names together. Like that sounds amazing. And he's just, and I think he also thought to himself because okay, I'm from the east, so I don't know, but I think these are. Uh, Duni is a sh- is abbreviated for a longer name, so I think he was also curious about like what her full name yeah, is. Yeah, so a lot of Yoruba names in particular, like if you hear Dami or Yemi, yeah, or Dami, it, there's usually a, like another part in there that yeah, you know. So he's like, okay, this is clearly not an evil name. Like he is like mm-hmm. this is a Yoruba name. I wonder what it is. He even like he's saying it to himself. He even says that loud. She's like, huh? And he's like, oh shit. Oh yeah, but, he's saying her name three times, four times. He's he's trying to get the name stuck <laughs> to him. Okay, now. But just an important part because I feel like this is gonna come back up in the yeah. far future. Um, she's talking about her grandma and the fact that like she mentions her grandma has dreams and, um, the dreams always come true and sometimes she tries to stop them with a the prayer, hence the oil, and mm-hmm. he acts like doesn't work. 
and she says the mm. prayers never work like if her grandma says somebody's gonna die they're gonna die yeah um but she says my grandma always says that the future has already happened and we're just trying to catch, catch up to it. it yeah so and yeah that and was this that was so interesting oh my god having someone like that around you Julia I, I actually don't want that <laughs> do not tell me nothing I'm not gonna lie I was thinking to myself <laughs> ah, if my grandma calls me and tells me girl that plane's gonna crash <laughs> I'm not going anywhere I'm staying foot right like I'm that's it I don't um, want to hear about the dream you had I don't want to hear about the feeling like I don't want it I also wrote down here I think after that, he was talking about, like, you know, in the beginning in the chapter when he's talking about being practical and being pessimist. Yeah, this chapter six. He was talking. Is it chapter six? Or yeah. The one? Oh, no, no. You're right. You're right. Here. Chapter the, four. After meeting her, he was just like, yeah, I think, I be I think I'm starting to believe in an alternative thought and i was like that's you see look at you look at you the girl the girl's doing something to you I thought it was really yeah he cute. said now he wanted to broaden his narrow perspective yeah. and adopt the narrative that there was an alternate reality years away where he and duty were together a couple maybe even married if the future had already happened then every step they took from now on would lead them to exactly where they're meant to be and maybe it was with each other yeah oh, that was a cute yeah, ending i'm gonna stay straight up the writing is powerful. Yeah. Um. I think it's it's very it, it's it makes you yeah it it definitely turns you on you makes you want to think a little bit more. I was like yeah this is great and I'm ready I'm, I'm really starting to see the girls putting plate things together. It's gonna be a full circle moment and it's gonna yeah. make sense. Um. But yeah, I'm really liking it. Cannot lie. I was <laughs> not gonna lie to you. It was after before before I let go. I was like ah, I don't know man. I don't know if I'm gonna feel love again. <laughs> I don't know, but for me, what got me because I thought the same thing. But after I read the first chapter, I said, "Oh, they've already gone back together." Okay, great. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, that's moving. eleven chapters. Do you know how many we got to go through? And I just know it's going to be some sweet, sweet moments waiting for me. And yes, you might say, "But what about the heartache, Odelia?" Shh. There will be heartache, and I think we're we know not why. Think because about that. They do talk about briefly in one of the chapters we're about to review. But anyway, we move on to chapter six and we're back to present day. <laughs> yes. Um, and this is the night. Uh, this is the night uh, that Duni met so Albina. And so she's in her back in her parents' house and she has muffled cries, which I think is. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's kind of funny. No. I know. I wrote, I wrote first muffled cries. And I thought to myself, well, her mother is completely unsupportive and hated, and she's a, a cause to why they even broke up in the first place and why there's such huge distance between them. So I'm assuming she goes back to this traumatizing bedroom, this home, and she saw the man, the love of her life. Yeah, I'm going to my pillow. I'm crying right into it. I, just I don't want know what, anybody um, to hear me. I wonder what Ia Agba thinks of the whole thing. I accidentally spoiled it from her. I didn't spoil it because obviously the language was clear, <sighs> but... I, I only saw a glimpse because I did flip to the back of the book, but like it was like an accident. So you went to the back of the book? I read like not the very what? back, kind like of, like what? somewhere in the middle-ish. Like it was, it's not even that big of a deal. Like I just read one what? line and I was like, you know what? Let me close the book. And then you're gaslighting yourself to think that what you did <laughs> is normal behavior. No, like sometimes you just want like a... Okay, so Iagba <laughs> finds her in her room. Like a glimpse. And... Okay. <laughs> and she manipulates her into going to church so that they can pray for yeah. her protection oh she's getting ready for the wedding as well yeah the wedding's the next day yes it is 
um and i guess they just have like a brief conversation and she's like yeah sure like at this point you've really trapped me into going to church so you know let's hang out together i think the grandma really wants to hang out with her because she only has four days four days which is crazy to go from america I'm to, to right nigeria now. that's crazy like you're traveling no listen now and she's wait and she lives in seattle yeah. so she's on the other side yeah. of the u.s girl you know you have to cross over you probably stopped at jfk jfk probably went somewhere to europe or somewhere in the middle east and then from there you jumped over and coming down oh four days girl Makes two weeks no at sense. least i've never seen anyone go home for, just for four, four days, days. Yeah. girl you know what you need to do because now you have reconnected with abina you better cancel your return flight because they live in lagos mm. on the lucky bridge <laughs> not the lucky bridge please <laughs> anyway so um her grandmother wants to hang out with her because she has four days um left in lagos and she's like yeah we can hang out I, and i'm leaving in the nighttime on whatever day it is i think it's saturday or sunday um so we can hang out she's like yeah let's go to church she's like okay i guess church it is but that chapter was pretty pretty short and so yeah. we moved straight to the wedding day um and the first thing i wrote here was just like oh so she's dressing up for her man i wrote the same thing i said she got dolled up for him oh, yeah. that's she exactly said, what i wrote let me, put, let me put this extra layer of fenty they said it's buildable foundation <laughs> so she said build she's it up a sick woman she got a <laughs> ring on her finger her man's in the states and she said let me put some makeup on for my high school boyfriend oh she put the eyeliner on she got her best fit on she said yep she made her wig with straight she made yeah she made sure her wig was straight and she's like yeah off to the wedding we go she's wearing her her ash wavy she i know she's looking like she's fresh off of bella niger wedding listen um and i don't hate it go get your man because that is your man for life for good anyway um and the wedding was lovely the wedding was beautiful i honestly think about the richest person you know again bella niger wedding yes i don't know if y'all know you have to go find that instagram, On instagram. account bella niger Whatever you see there, that's what the wedding looked like. <laughs> that's what it looked like. Opulent. You they own everything. everything. <laughs> My assumption is like if anybody has watched Crazy Rich Asians, that wedding. Yeah. Like think of extravaganza. Yeah. Like it's very over the top yeah. and gaudy. Um, and uh, I think Obina and Dooney were actually opposite. The thing is that when she's sitting there, she's purposely not looking at the name tag. Yeah. So she don't look thirsty. She's like, I'm not going to be back. Like, whatever. But she's looking around, looking for him. Yep. He's not there. She's happy for her friend. She's sitting at the table with Gigi. Yes, she is. And two other girls on the other side of the name tag that's empty. And they're talking cash shit about Tiwa and Dio and how, like, it's her... The same things that we had concerns about, like, she's marrying her father's friend. Yeah. He's kind of old. But, like, you're not going to talk shit at the wedding. Take that shit home. You know, gossip on WhatsApp. You know? Exactly. Have decency. I can never gossip about a bride and group while they're there in the at room. At the wedding. Like, like, you don't know who's going to be listening. Like, let's be for real. And this is one of them because Gigi's like, if you're that miserable, you can go and fall off a cliff Ooh. and die. Like, she... And, she, and this is... A quote. Yeah. She was like, if you're upset, like you can go. Like if it's really if it's really upsetting you like that. Yeah. Um and she's like and then uh what's her name? Oh, Dooney's like, I like you, Gigi. And she says something about Gigi. She's like, Gigi laughs like her laugh is real. Yeah. And that's something that she's apparently not had since she was, you know, eighteen. Girl. Twelve years of fake laughter is my <laughs> personal health. <laughs> 
again like you guys these timelines seven days was too short it was what it was once seven days that y'all fell in love like that and then this is 12 years you're still in love what is going on you're like, meant the, to be it has like at that point i'm thinking to myself you're like lauren and cameron and love is blind like you were definitely meant for each other like nothing nothing could ever come between but, well, a few things came between her mama oh, being one. But to still be in love with somebody after 12 years? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like I can't we, imagine. Like, we haven't, we haven't, we, we're not even connecting at all. Like, it's no. 12 years of silence. Yeah. And all of a sudden I see you and everything comes back? You're, you're so afraid of how much you love him that you're afraid to come back to the country and just by chance cross him. Because you know how magnetic it is. No, I'm starting to deep it right now. It's <laughs> it's too much. It's too intense. I don't like intense love like this. <laughs> okay, well, I'm having a great time. So okay. anyways. Um, so anyways, uh, let's see. Oh, he comes and sits down. Yes, Nicholas, a.k.a. Obina. So Obi comes and sits down. And that Nicholas is for the birds, okay? Okay. And it is for the birds because the pterodactyl sitting next to him who was talking shit. Her name is Cynthia. <laughs> right. Sit over there, sees Nicholas and is like, hi, Nicholas. Oh, my God. I haven't seen you in a moment. Like, what on? Like, what's going on? Like, okay. talk to me. What are you saying? Like, okay. what's up, shorty? Okay. And he's just like, chill out. My wife is here. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he's uncomfortable. He's clearly uncomfortable because he's sitting right next to the love of his life. He said, have some compassion, Tasha. The love of my life is sitting wife. <laughs> the love of my life is sitting right next to me. Um, but she he does the, the the forehead thing. <laughs> No, but Gigi's like, Sin, if you don't get some self-respect yeah. and not being so horny in our faces for this man, right. like, please take a step back. Um, And she's just like, oh, oh, at this point, everybody knows that Obina and Duni used to be a thing. Because and they're the way like, they're looking at each other. Yeah. But they're like, it's high school. um, It's whatever. And... Then Cynthia's like, it's not a ring I see on your finger, so who's your man? Cynthia, why are you interrupting us, man? Like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Cynthia's like, well, who's your man? And she's like, his name is Christopher. I don't remember what he does. He's a doctor or something. Yeah, he's in a the doctor, pediatric, pe pediatric pe surgeon. surgeon. That's what he is. And Obina's burning. He's like, yeah. I don't want to know about my wife's boyfriend. But you know why she <laughs> did that? Because she internally she was saying that I she didn't want to like feed into Cynthia's cattiness, but mm -hmm. then she said I did it so that at least he has and some answers, some questions answered by me saying it out loud. Yeah. Um, so I think, okay, fine, fair enough, girl. And so he's like, oh, really? Wow. Let me see that ring. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, cute. And she's like, okay. And then she's like, I remember the first time I met Nicholas. Like, it oh, was like yeah, a connection. And it was just, and then she's like, fam, we know who you're talking about. If it's the same Nicholas I know, <laughs> this common whore, this community of bicycle. <laughs> There was no, no connection. You are just as desperate as all the other girls that he slept with because this man has slept with half of Lecky alone. Gigi can read somebody. I like her. And that's why Hana thinks she likes to bum coochies because straight people can't read like that. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I picked it up. I picked it up. I'm sorry, Gigi's for the girls. She's for the girls. I, know, I don't read that at all, but it kind of makes sense why her and Obina would be friends then. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm, I'm picking, I'm, I'm sensing each other could be LGBTQ. Um, anyway, but anyways, but hearing that, 
<laughs> Dooney's like, so while I could not even make one connection, yep. I barely even like Christopher. I'm just managing him like yep. yesterday's rice. This boy has been sleeping with everything Frolicking with two legs. the streets, gallivanting with anybody. And that really Yuck. pained her. It she pained got up her. and left. And of course, Which she likes to do. I mean, yeah, thing. My girl's a walk like, away okay, girl. Let's let's stop now. Yeah, we're adults. Sit down and have like, a conversation. Sit down. You are thirty years old. You're not yeah. even pushing thirty anymore. You are thirty. And we end that chapter there. We go to chapter eight. And we are back in the then. So we're continuing with Obina's first day of school. At this point, he's done one or two periods without Dooney, and he's in the lunchroom. And like Hannah said, he's looking at the lunchroom. And it looks like something out of High school, school musical which we learned he borrowed the dvd from his friend and watched it like 12 times yeah to make sure he got his fix out of it yeah and um he, he like he's like this feels like an american film because i have no idea where to sit yeah and i better not have to sit in the bathroom like they do in the movies which they all do it's so <laughs> yes. mean girls when Lindsay lohan goes <laughs> Mean Girls. I feel oh god, there's so I feel many like Lin, of them. uh Lizzie McGuire, not Lizzie McGuire, Hillary Duff does it in a movie as well. I think Amanda Biles does it too in one movie. It's just such a common thing. Yeah. They're like bathroom time. Yeah. Why not eat in the hallway? Outside perhaps. You're right. Why is it always a bathroom? <laughs> like you don't have to eat at the oh, bathroom. So that's unhygienic. Like you don't have to eat there. I've done that before. I'm so sorry. I just remembered. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure and, I've done and it. Elementary school memory same, came through, same. and I swear to God, I did it. Yeah, but it was too. only that one time. From there, I made friends. <laughs> I don't know why I did it personally. The memory's <laughs> fleeting. So, <laughs> but it wasn't high school, y'all. It was, it was definitely no, elementary. No, I was definitely yeah, at the yeah, age of twelve. High school, I was too grown to be doing. Like, come on now. <laughs> no, but high school, my high school, I was like, I'll just go outside. Exactly. Um, but he finally. Dooney calls him over. He's like, let's sit together. And they're having, um, they're talking. She's like, how are you finding it? It's good. And yeah, he opens up his rice and stew. And she's like, stop. Whatever goodness that is, I need to have She said, I'm like, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'll definitely share with you. No need for Beyonce. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely share with you, girl um and so yeah he gives her some and she's like oh this is so delicious it's better than this awful spaghetti and meatballs i got going yeah on it here. sounded like the her chef because i know her family has a chef didn't know how to make spaghetti and just kind of did their best that or the mom i don't know anything about um Dooney's mom but maybe she has like because of the class that she's she in she wants food. to eat western food yeah which is girl rice and stew is delicious <laughs> so and the way they describe this ofada stew i need to try it yeah um so yeah hit up a nigerian restaurant see what they got and so yeah he shares the um some of the um the, his lunch with Dooney, and they they start talking and they get comfortable with each other and other people come and sit with them yeah and he's like it doesn't feel awkward like people are talking about their summer here yeah. this year he's just listening he's having a good time yeah putting in a joke or two mm -hmm. we forgot to mention the chapter before, right, when um, Duty gets him from the principal and they walk into their homeroom class, right, she, they're introducing him and he, the teacher, Mrs. Okafo, asks like, "What? Okay, what school did you come from?" He says, "St. Paul's," mm -hmm. and then she's like, "Okay, what does your parents do?" 
he says my mom's a food vendor in the market yeah and this idiot omeka is like um Dooney, your dad your dad provides like entertainment every year first we had a carpenter then we had this one now it's a food vendor he he ha ha he he and then Dooney's like Emeka, I don't know why your lips are flapping in the back. We don't even really know what your dad does for real because he calls himself a quote unquote businessman. <laughs> I said, Oh, you better read him. Yeah. And he could be a yeah. thief. He is a thief. Yeah, absolutely. And everybody knows that. Um, and everybody laughed at him. So when there he comes to lunch, he comes up to Dooney, he's like, Dooney, so nobody can joke somebody can't play with you again. Like mm-hmm. you have to why do you have to go so hard? Because he doesn't know how to say I'm sorry. Nope. And he just kind of laughing. I think Obina makes a joke of him as well. And he kind of, everybody's laughing at him again. At, at this point of the story, I wrote, Emeka is my enemy. Absolutely. Um, Don't like the boy. I believe that does change though. But yeah. So then we go back to the present day. One last thing from that chapter. So when they are having this conversation, all of them together in the then chapter, um something cute happens they touch their the knees, knees their knees oh, touch and they share and, their meats and they sh- <laughs> <laughs> they feel very comfortable around each other so and i i don't forgot how the um the book and the, not the book but that chapter and it was just like um under under the table they were like holding hands or whatever it is and then top on top of a, a crowded space yeah so if it I don't know, like something about that made me feel so. I, that's when I started to dig in a little bit. I said, "Okay, Hannah, I think we're starting to like something here," because I really like the writing, like how it's just visualizing their 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 bubbling love. I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. What can I say? Anyway, we move on to um now present day, and the reason why I mention this because it actually comes again in the future of them like touching under the table or holding hands under the table or whatever you want to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I skipped ahead because this is a chapter where we find out he slept with half of Lecky. Eh? Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just, I, th- I think I said slept with Cynthia. He has slept, slept with, with Cynthia. Cynthia. <laughs> I hate whores. <laughs> Don't talk about my Obi like that. Okay. I'm just saying. He. I know I called him the street, but he is the street. What choice did he have? What? But just stop it. His queen was so far away. Oh my god. So he couldn't he couldn't hold down the fort. They weren't together. I wouldn't ask the that girl of an said that, boy. No, Odila's making it sound like Cynthia grabbed him by force and she said, did. You will make love to me tonight <laughs> without your consent. Because he had a choice. You could have said no. And maybe get back. You know what? I don't know. I don't want to spoil it too far. Um, anyway, so we'll come back to present day. And I think this is, I think this, this is still the whole Cynthia conversation yeah, because so. they do hold hands under the table and, and Obina directly looks at doing and he's like, Oh my God, girl, what's going on here? Yeah. So like they're looking at each other and she really hates the way Cynthia says his name. So Cynthia one is saying Nicholas, which she already hates. And the way she says Nicholas, mm-hmm. um, she says Cynthia hated the way, or Dooney hated the way Cynthia pronounced the name sensuous and slithering as if licking each syllable. But more than that, she hated the name itself. 
Obina she knew well. She remembered all the details of that boy, his awkward, shy disposition, and even the contours of his lean body. He was an image framed and hung on the walls of her mind for years. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. But uh, Nicholas was a stranger. Duty didn't know this man. It seemed like he was a song she had forgotten the lyrics to. I was like, damn, okay, Jane. Okay, Jane. You were right. She had she had only the melody, the one she hummed for years, but she needed the words. She needed to know Nicholas, which I like because at least she, I I mean I'd also be nosy. I'd be like, what the hell happened in twelve years for you? And you know, like people grow. Twelve years is a long time. Like that's that's past a decade. Okay, um, people grow, and I I like the fact that she wants to also know this who you became. But she also feels bad about it. She's like, why can't I be happy with the fraction of his like of the person that I knew, why do I want more of him? Because why do I also you. care that Cynthia's flirting with him? Let me tell you why you care. If you take your right hand and look at your palm <laughs> and look at the scar and the blood tie that you guys made towards each other, that's why. But yeah, but they're touching under the table and they're looking at each other and Gigi's like, maybe pretend at least for a little while that this isn't just the two of you at the table. Yeah, because or in this room. other people around. Like, please, <laughs> respect us. Be decent. Behave. <laughs> um. Anyway, so I don't know how this will end up happening, but does she walk away? <laughs> so essentially they bring up the fact that like he, <laughs> he slept with Everybody. everybody in this in the city and she's upset by that because she's yes. like, I, I cannot imagine this man with anybody else like making love to somebody else holding their hand kissing them like nah that person was not me i gotta go yeah she said how many women had there been after her how many had he made love to how many had slept in his bed and woken up to him every morning how many had he loved which she struggled unable to completely give herself to any man even one as good as christopher obina had carried on with his life while her well, she bore so much, more than he would ever know. Yep. Um, foreshadow. Um, and, yeah. But, like, yeah, she's like, damn. You you grimy, even though we're not together. So, he, she, it's always she leaves and he follows immediately. Yeah, like, absolutely. Damn, I guess everybody just has to know you guys used to touch each other, huh? I mean, at this point, they're making it obvious because they do cause a slight of a public scene because they go outside that convention hall that they're in and she's upset she's upset yeah because she's jealous she's she's full of jealousy and he's and he doesn't really know how to explain it but he's just like listen like we cannot have that here look around (laughs) but before even that she's like he wants to say like let me explain the situation Mm -hmm. she says i hate you and he's like you don't hate me yeah that was bold even know how i feel he's like because i know you you're my duty and i said let me close the toe, the book and wiggle my toes in my bed. You're so sick, <laughs> oh my man. God. I actually did like that. Um, <laughs> what did they call it? Repartee? Whatever the English word is. When they go back and forth like that. Yeah. And he's a girl. Like, he's one of you in many ways. Like, my duty would have... Do you know I what? I would have melted. Exactly. You know, my knees on the floor right now. I would have kissed him. My jaw... I kiss may have him. Right it's there. beyond that at this point. Yeah. You're mine. I'm okay? You're my guy. <laughs> like don't play with listen, me listen i would have already called christopher and said <laughs> this it's just not gonna happen <laughs> I and i'll be so heartless about it dhl will send you the ring back yep no hard We're feelings done. my man you're a good person if you're interested i know a girl named cynthia Mm-mm. um <laughs> i think christopher is a very nice man you go find you a, 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 a christina um <laughs> 
And so he's just like, listen, he offers to say, like, can we go to a private place to talk? We can go to my place mm. or we can go to a hotel. And then he then he says something that I was like, that's weird. He said, oh, we can go to your place, which means I know. His, his, her mother's house. I After, was like, that was so oh. me. I said, what type of forgiveness are you on? Even so, why do you feel so comfortable to do so? Like, what's happening? And I think even she was questioning. Odile was questioning. Hannah was questioning. <laughs> we were all like, why would you suggest for them to have this type of conversation that talks about their past in that house, in that house where it's riddled with trauma? In fact, she your blood is there. Still, your blood is still on the driveway. I saw it. I, I don't didn't. think it's actually there. I, I think know. she just imagined that. But like still, speech, so. still, like there's a lot of trauma <laughs> once they go through those gates. Like, yeah. why would you suggest that? And she was surprised too. But anyway, she ends up saying, like, I'd rather just go to your place. He's like, Yeah, cool. And they bring up his little car, his his porch, his Porsche, his Porsche convertible. I don't know. It's a nice car that the valley the valet it's a porsche for sure i remember that much i don't know cars but i know it's a very nice one and it's a porsche again she starts to think to herself like damn like this what man really moved do? up she's like one of those people on tiktok what do you do for a living <laughs> he's like i can't tell you <laughs> yeah you're definitely selling arms <laughs> I, I like, what do you think he's selling no he's like doing he's a businessman it's what Oil do they say in the yes no what they say in the movies they're always shipping goods in oh, the in the movies. Yes. Oh, <laughs> you never exports. know what goods they're shipping, but the goods are being shipped, imported, exported. Okay, he does he does export and imports. Mm -hmm. That's a good man right there. Because he did go to. Sorry. And <laughs> this, and I'm, I'm glad. No, no, no. You no actually, actually, I don't have to spoil it. I'm so glad you stopped. Yourself. He did say he wanted to go to school for business when she when he speaks to her dad. So I'm assuming that's what he did. I was not spoiling it. I was just trying to save herself. <laughs> I see her fumbling. She's, she's not trying fumbling. not to drown. She's trying not, not to drown. I'm not in the water. I'm begging you, stop I'm reading not, the book. I, let me tell you, I'm going to be honest with you right now. You finished it? No. As soon as this recording cuts, as soon as I put this into edit, as soon as it's uploading, I'm going to... You finish know, the book. Wow, I'm on chapter it depends 19. On this is where you end. <laughs> I'm on 19. I begin. <laughs> I'm begging you. I'm begging you, like Sarah Paulson in that in that um <laughs> that meme. I'm begging you, Adelia. Stop reading. I'm Stop. gonna tell you right now. Because you're gonna I start merging the chapters together. I knowing look how excited you are. You. I'm gonna look stop how reading. excited you are. I'm sorry. Like I'm looking at your face and Beyonce said, Why you're smiling ear to ear? It's you right now. Because I'm in love with Obi. Okay, and so after that, <laughs> they decide to go to um his place. We actually go to chapter 10, where it's now a then chapter. As you know, Obina's leading this one. And it's a day that okay, I reread this chapter because I thought it was really cute. I think this is the point where I thought to myself, Okay, okay, I like it. So we're still um first day of school, and the bio teacher had an emergency maybe not the first day of school, but maybe the first week, but the bio teacher had an emergency. And so they had to get a substitute teacher and they do something real crazy. Um, Dean's just like, Hey, you know what we should do? He's like, what? We should skip class. And he's like, no, he's like, no, let's do it. Like the, te the substitute teacher is very boring. Like you are going to fall yeah. asleep in the first minute. Like, let's go. And he's like, okay, cool. And like, you remember what his mom told him? He's like, please don't bring that. Don't do nonsense to that school. Yeah. But I think when he's around this girl, he's just like, now, nah, like, I just want to go where she's going. I just want to be where I want to be with her. And so they do a little countdown, one, two, three, and they sprint right out of the class and they ended up 
they end up in a recreational room, I guess, where like the club activities happen or maybe where they put props or whatever. But this is the first time that they're really, really alone and having conversation. And they start, you know, talking about their lives. And so we find out what um, Duni's full name is, which is Adi Duni. Yeah, Adi Duni. Which Duni. means crown honorable to have. And he loves that. He's like, of course it does. Like, obviously, look at her. That's my girl. He also says what his name means. Yeah, Obina's name, um, it basically means his father's heart. And he's not really proud of it. And then that's the first time he mentions Nicholas. His, he wants to change his name. And she says, no, I like Obina. And yeah. she, he brings up his dad. And he lets us and Duny know. Like, yeah. The day his dad left, he first he says, I've never said this out loud, but I think my dad was never planning to send um, for us. Mm-hmm. Like, he was never going to send money. He, was never, he just wanted to leave. Mm-hmm. He went for milk. <laughs> and he took the longest route there. Listen. Um... <laughs> It's not funny, bro. No, because I hate the fact that that milk reference is to describe a father leaving their family. It is messed up. Yeah. Um, Fathers at home. Listen, that boy, he broken clocks right twice a day. We need our fathers, but they don't want a father. <laughs> um, But he says the day his dad left, he hugged him mm-hmm. and he whispered something that so that his mom wouldn't hear. And he said, you're going to grow up to be a wonderful man, Obi, a better one than me. Yeah. He said, he's never Damn. <laughs> he's never come back. I would have been like, Mom, did you hear what the man just said to me? That's that that was definitely the last goodbye. He said, 100%. I don't even care what you become. I know you'll be great, but you're gonna be a better th- man than me. Good luck, my boy. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> he said <laughs> All right. Um, that's yeah, and then he talks about how he really thinks that his father never ever tried to discomfort himself to make his mother comfortable. I love that passage. Me too. Oh, girl, that's why I reread that chapter. I, I know that I've been on a quote frenzy, guys, but I'm not going to stop. No, this this writer is yeah. So Jane is writing because Dooney asked him like, "Have you been in love?" He's like, "No, yeah. I haven't." But I know he says he wants an easy love first of yeah. all. But he says he knows his parents were not in love. Like they yeah. had an understanding, but they weren't in love. And he says, like Han says, um, she, apparent his explanation to Dooney's like, she he never did like the little things. Yes. So he says. It starts with the little things. My father never did the little things for her. Whenever they ate together, he always, and I mean always, took the last piece of meat. Mm -hmm. He never shared it. He never offered it to her. Mm -hmm. He would just eat it. Here's another example. One time my mother's half-sister had a baby. My mother didn't want to visit her alone. They didn't have a good relationship, so he asked my father to go with her. She, She begged him to. And he refused. He said he was too tired and could go on and I could go on and on. And I was just like, and then she was, he'll say he never discovered himself to make her comfortable. How could he possibly give up his life for hers? If you can't do the little things, how can you do something so big? Yeah. And they bring up the Titanic and like Jack giving, you know, the plank to, to roast so that she can save herself and he can freeze like a, like a popsicle and (laughs) sink down to the, sink down to the, uh, not the Atlantic ocean, but the Pacific ocean, right? I think it's the Atlantic. They were going was to it states. the Atlantic Ocean? Yeah, they were going to states. 
That's tough. It was England to the States. Yeah, so they sank down in the down, down, down. Um, sorry. Baby, are you down, down? And that was sorry. and that was lovely. I really loved that what he was talking about. And honestly, I think I'm gonna write that into like one of the things I'm looking for when it comes to yeah. romantic relationships. I think it's important. The little things are really they really add up. They and it, I think that's I mean what it. makes it different. Like, yeah. Every time you hear how somebody talks about love, it's the little things that match yeah. up. Like, sorry, y'all. So I love, we watch Love is Wine, obviously. Yeah. I think the Brazilian one is the best. Mm-hmm. Do not dub it, guys. Sub it. Learn how to read. How about that? <laughs> it is the best. And they just love, this last season has my heart. Mm-hmm. So I've been, like, following the 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 people on it. And the one black couple on it that made it, I'll be, I'll be sitting there watching their videos in Portuguese. I don't understand a thing. <laughs> but <laughs> I went on the, the the comments and someone's like, oh, I just finished watching. I have no idea what you guys are saying. But somebody translated. Yeah. And she was saying, the woman was saying, like, Renan, he wakes up. At, like, if he gets water for himself, he'll he make sure that. to get me water. He makes sure that every morning he wakes me up with the kids. And it's like the little things that she remembers, not the big grandiose yeah. gestures. Like, those are nice. Please do those things. But like, you make my life so much more, so so much easier, and by just doing the small stuff. That's why for me, like a lot of the small stuff actually comes a lot. It's mostly packaged in acts of service, and that's why for me, acts of service is definitely my number one love language. I love when people do those small things for me. Like even you know, this one time, you know, this one time, y'all, um, I was switching off the lights for Julia. <laughs> So we have the light switch in this living room don't make any sense, okay? They, they can switch them on from one end or another end, but Dilla wants them to be, like, in sync. It's, it's very neurotic of me, I won't lie, but, like, you know when you turn them on and off, they have to both be up yeah. and both be down. So you know that, okay, this is going on. Yeah, on, like, for some reason, it just bothers me. Like, I will go from one end to the living room switching the switches so that they're, like, perfectly synced with one another. It's crazy, I know, it's I know. It's mad, and Odilla's pointed out twice already to me that, Hannah, look at the light switch. I'm like, okay, cool. Now, every single time I try and switch it off, I try and make sure, like, I want Odilla to have a peaceful day. <laughs> no, no, I want to have a peaceful day. <laughs> so I'm going to fix it. There are you do it. I'm like, oh, goddamn. And then I just, like, leave it alone. The first time but... I did, this girl came to me. She was like, Hannah, that was so sweet. You have no idea that means no, a lot to me. I'm like, so I said, honest. damn. Okay, That girl. was so sweet to me. Like, <laughs> I'm was going to marry me. I mean, I'm already married. Like, I, I told you to stop. <laughs> people think that for real, and I I, I need real love. You guys, people think that Jill and I are together. Because she's always trying to hold know? my hand in yes, public. Yes, I want to hold your hand. I want to hold your hand. You're my wife. What the hell? Yeah, in private. <laughs> oh, so. In oh, public, I get it. I, I get don't want to be with you. I can't love you. <laughs> The that's fine i'm gonna keep doing that though that's but rude. yeah but yeah. it it really like i almost shed a tear i was like yeah she was really happy damn like the little things like the, damn you that means you listen when i speak and i like yes, that i do i do listen to you when because you speak, i find wife. men don't listen when you speak <laughs> i hate would you know what i hate i hate when i've explained something to the last person i talked to seriously used to do this i would tell him something and then he would have the guts to ask me the question again a while later. Yeah. And I'd like, be like, don't so be stupid. is it the octave of my voice? <laughs> <laughs> and that really, it and just, it's okay it for you. So maybe the first time, okay, you forgot. But if you bring it up again, what my hair color is, 
I told you it's purple, bitch. <laughs> like, honestly, Don't like, ask me again. because I could tell you everything about you because I listen. Yes. But, you know. But women, I think because for women, our, we, even when we're with romantic partners, I think we sort of treat them like our friends as well. Yeah. And so the listening skills are there. And of course, when you like somebody, it's even heightened. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, men don't listen. And that's why there are no fathers in the household. Anyway, so, <clears throat> yeah, they, I think, and then. <laughs> and Hashtag fathers in the house. Where are they fathers? Actually, let's not even say that because some of us have fathers in the house who are essentially aromantic. Fair <laughs> you're right 100%. i've never done a nice thing at all for our mothers listen um i know how some of y'all be mm-hmm. so good fathers in the house <laughs> doing it contributes to the conversation talks about well you know what i want oh my god the way she describes this one listen i <laughs> i'm gonna give it to my coat queen right here because i know she underlined it <laughs> highlighted it we don't underline so, books here okay well i'm just saying she hypothetically underlined it and everything but essentially she's talking about um saying that i think well first of all she's a she's a romance novel type of girl like the rest of us here you know on the podcast okay. so she likes her little romance novels and she says but you know like love cannot be easy it never is and she's just like there's a lot of hurdles you know boy meets girl boy loses girl uh, boy goes and chases the girl trying to find love there are obstacles in between there are monsters from from Australia coming in and like the kangaroos are knocking you out and there's a fight in between and um, things don't work that out. That was not in the book. It's not, but you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about hurdles, big hurdles. And then like, no matter what happens because they're tied to each other and fate and the universe, they will always find their way back to each other. And she said, that's the kind of love that I feel like she wants. Yeah, she says. Appreciates. I want to be worth something to someone. Enough that they'll give up everything for me. Enough that they will never stop fighting for me. Yeah. And I want someone to be worth that much to me. That's the kind of love I want. And let me tell you something. This is also after Obina said he wanted easy love. He's like, let's just meet each other. Yeah. Love each other. And finish it. Yeah. And when she describes that type of love, he is so in awe. And he's just like, you know what? That's the kind of love I want. Before we get there, so <laughs> they're looking at you. She's breathing rapidly. Adelia, stop it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I should not have done that. It's not ASMR. But he's breathing rapidly and they're inching towards each other. And you're thinking, oh. But then the bell literally saved by the bell. Like the bell rings and they don't kiss. Mm-hmm. But they're still looking at each other and their faces are still like so close to each other. Mm-hmm. And Obi says, like, in that moment, he knew he also wanted a love like that. Yeah. At this point, he just want whatever Dooney wants. And I think that's he a said, perfect trait for a man. Oh, you're going to uh, the lunch hall? Can I come with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going you gonna to pee? I got to pee, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, yeah. And then, is that how the cha- book ends? No, now we have chapter 11. So the final oh, chapter. Oh, final chapter. I was like, For wow. today okay um final chapter we'll go back to present day and we're not uh, we are at uh obina's house they go through the driveway Sorry, guys. I and just once gasped. again she's asking where the hell does this man get his money from because this house is great like the house is extravagant Grandiose. modern the light fixtures are there the grass ha- looks like it has a booster shot of um of every other vaccine that has ever stepped foot on this earth and she is just like wow like um this man had 
he's he's come up he's made it like and she's still afraid to ask so she doesn't ask yet but like she's like okay great. what if she asks and he says i'm a gang member then what do we fall out of love no girl let me tell something i love work men <laughs> he's not for the road he's top boy if he's living like that let me tell you okay and i'm his top girl um and so they walk into the house and it's just lavish and clean and also minimal, but very, it's not in, in comparison to how her mom redecorated. I'm, I'm assuming that Obina has better taste. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's not too gaudy. All right. And he's also a man, a bachelor. So I'm assuming he has one nice leather couch and one large ass flat screen TV and maybe a PS5. Yeah. She says sophisticated minimalistic decor. Yeah. Which he, he gives those vibes um and she is beat down y'all she's so tired and exhausted it's been a i don't know why she's not even jet lagged she's tired because she cried herself to sleep the night she before. had muffled cries the whole night <laughs> do you know how tired you'd be if you cannot really cry you know what i mean <laughs> you can't really cry out you're in your pillow going <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny the whole night i too wake up tired and she's jet lagged and she's jealous and she's confused and she's just, oh, I hate Christopher. Like there's a lot, <laughs> a lot going on. So she sits on the couch. She takes off her shoes that her feet are hurting her. She's leaning back and my girl she's does asleep. what I do once I sit on the couch. It's time to shut some eyes. Yeah, people like Hana, they do not beg sleep. My God. <laughs> don't even... No, it's not that I don't fight sleep. Just if the sleep, out. If the sleep wave passes through my body, it's time. Well, it's God's I have will. To be very tired to be like, okay, I'm out. No. Hana, you just I'll say. See. I feel like at any point she could have just woken up, and you say, okay, nap time, and she put her head down. She'll be gone. For me, my sleep never finishes. <laughs> I'm always. She's tired. a koala. Yes, I am. Okay, without the chlamydia though. <laughs> um. So, and he obviously they want to have a conversation, but he noticed that she's very tired, and so he's just like, listen, girl, like. He moves her to the bed first of all. He carries her. He carries her to the bed. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You know what part this is, right? So he carries her to the bed. <laughs> this is and so fucking sweet. He, he and puts a, a t-shirt mm -hmm, on her. Mm -hmm. And he carries her to his bed. Yeah. I want to be specific. Not the guest his, room. Okay. His bed. He his wanted his bed. wife in his bed. And he's like, we'll just talk tomorrow. We'll talk about us, Dooney. And he yeah. says an evil uh Dooney's not that fluent in it at all but they had taught each other their respective languages when they were together and she was drowsy af but the mm -hmm. minute he say this she was up mm -hmm. so he said talk we'll talk about us Dooney talk about how I never stopped loving you not for a day not for a second mm -hmm. and I said I kicked my feet up again I said, I said oh. an evil and she's like huh but she caught it and the for his choice to switch the languages yeah is it's almost like it's purposeful i was gonna say something but like i don't i don't, I don't expose myself what so, but it's okay no say um, it but i, I thought that was say really it, sweet it's just say like say it say it's because of course english is his native tongue i'm yes. assuming oh uh, yeah likely it's nigeria um and it's like even him he's afraid of saying what he really wants to yeah. say so he switches to a different language and he knows that she can pick up on a few of the things so she understands just because if i don't know if he says it too i don't know you, you know what i'm saying well at this point he said different things at different instances to like 
Are you okay? Sorry, I had a sneeze, but it didn't it didn't fully it didn't fully come out. Anyway, so he said different things at different points of the meeting. Now that's clued her in, like from him saying "my duty," yeah, to "I miss you," yeah, to then doing this. She's like, to, "I dream of you." You're complicating things, my guy. But you know what was also complicating things? What? My girl beating her face to go to a wedding. And also <laughs> allowing him to, to bring, take it to yeah. his place yeah. to have a quote-unquote conversation to what what closure is what you're looking for. Girl, mm-hmm. you know what we know. You know what closure is. Because <laughs> I know. <laughs> Did you also read the next chapter? No, I stopped right oh, there sorry. because I was being yeah, good. Yeah, me too. I didn't. Read. No, you didn't. You finished the book. Don't lie to me. I didn't anyway, finish the book. Okay, sure. I'm and not even I am yet. Queen Elizabeth. So, <laughs> and that's, and those, that's my friends. That's your favorite one to And my <laughs> friends, that is chapters 1 to 11 like my dear wife Adelia has said once again we are not really together i i don't want to close my market we are this together this stock market is open we okay are together. i don't know why you keep trying to ruin my ain't like, you my rib no girl <laughs> no anyway so far um i'm really enjoying the development of the book i like the fact that we're going um to present and then like almost um alternating yeah um and it's great i'm having a great time i'm enjoying the characters i'm happy that we are finally on the back on the continent we're homeland homeland you not have to do that. <laughs> um and the love is gonna be chaotic it's gonna be it's gonna be filled with passion it's gonna be filled with soul ties it's gonna be full it's gonna be filled with soul ties is crazy soul ties to, to, uh, to KK. kk from love island usa <laughs> if you know you please know please leave keon uh what's his name canine please leave keenan his name Girl, is you are too we beautiful i know and too bubbly yeah to let that demon suck the life out of you i'm begging you what can a man do and destroy, destroy your, your destiny? destiny anyway oh so far i love the book i cannot wait to see how everything unfolds especially especially with that woman doing his mother because i really want to know just you know step by step how everything happened and then paul the driver he feels so much guilt around it as well i just want to know how things happen but i also don't want to know i want to know it might make me cry it's i'm really upset Every really don't then like chapter, uh, then chapter, patcher, then chapter <laughs> has upset me, and it's just I know it's just gonna get even more upsetting because what nine months in the school year you mm-hmm. said so I'm seeing how they're gonna be developed. <laughs> it's gonna be tough out here, real tough out here. And I, it just makes me feel bad for for Obi and like I know every book Han is like oh you have so much sympathy. Shh. Like in this case, the sympathy is so real. She's because, telling me to hush. Yeah, hush because like whatever decisions he made not to contact her, not to tell, I just know it was justified. Like, oh yeah, hundred percent. At the end of the day, even in this context, there's privilege. Yes, and there's privilege she has that he will. He has. I don't think even now in his post rich moment does he. That will she ever really understand what it was like to be him? yeah and every instance that we get to learn more about him it just makes you feel that as someone who's had a slight glimpse into the future um okay a slight 
glimpse. I like the I like the word slight when you have basically read half the book. Okay, so <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you so 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 much for joining us on this episode. Once again, please follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, um, at romantically lit. Definitely reach out to us on email at romantically gmail.com. Tell us what's the crack, what's the story. But not only that, give us some book recommendations. Tell us which book reviews that you like. You know, we love to hear your voices. We love to hear your opinions. We love it when y'all DM us all the time talking about hee hee and ha ha. <laughs> girl, we agree. Um, anything else for you, uh, girl? Yeah, I'm just really in love with this book right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm so, so excited. Like, every episode, I'm going to be like, oh, I can't wait to talk about where we end and begin. Like, like I'm genuinely in love with this book. Like, I'm in love with Obi. I'm sorry. Like, that's my husband for real. Like, I'm so sorry. Okay. And on that note, we'll <laughs> catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>